everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Pooley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 123 and this week's question is, how do you collaborate with other authors? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like, write a review and share it with friends. Now, without further ado, please help us welcome co-authors R, H and Z under the pen name Morgan R. R. Hayes to the show. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, would you guys like to tell us a little bit about your writing background, like how long you guys have been writing and working together and all that fun stuff? Well, we've been pretty much writing is just a natural thing for us because growing up out in the middle of the desert, (laughs) away from everything, you get to be very inventive and come (laughs) up with stories. Well, especially since, you know, when you are playing games and stuff as kids everyone wants to be the protagonist the hero (laughs) (laughs) and when you're wanting to play a specific genre you have to make up your own characters to be able to do that so really starting as young as kids we were acting out games and things but I know uh, R and I really started writing stuff down in our early teens um, we'd always talk about it with each other. So, um, I know a lot of times we would be focused on, well, we really like this episode of Star Trek that we just watched, but we really want to play Star Wars. So let's just mash the two together. <laughs> and there would be a lot of crossovers of all our different fandoms. You know, we didn't know that's what it was called back then. <laughs> they were just what you did when you played games and you made up stories so yeah that's a lot of it <laughs> i think um kind of probably in in an embarrassing way i started writing when i was younger <laughs> kind of doing like these funny little poems and stuff um my mom has a whole like book or binder of them somewhere that she gets out and shows me once in a while and i cringe but um <laughs> the like later on uh, i actually got into like writing like music and and songs and lyrics and stuff and then finally i got into kind of more more kind of like professional uh workplace kind of writing you know because i was in management for over 10 years so that's kind of like where a lot of my like actual writing started in those three areas i just got more interested Um, i'm a big video game player you know playing pc games so i've gotten a lot of my inspiration from different kind of games I've played throughout the years and the stories that are told through them and how you experience them. That's incredible that you've all been being so creative from such a young age all together, but in slightly different ways, kind of branching out. So with that being said, why did you decide to collaborate on writing like novels and things? Well, that came about rather organically, I think. As I said, we'd always been sharing what we had written with each other. And so my part of the series we're writing, I actually started writing it when I was like 14, 15 (laughs) decades ago. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it it was just some characters in a certain situation. And then I, I remember I got to this part where I was writing about chocolate chip cookies and stuff. And it's like, this is supposed to be sci-fi. Why am I doing this? So I put it aside for a long while. (laughs) <laughs> but then our kicked off the ball with us actually getting this particular story down. 
I had a very action-packed sequence kind of dream. And I was like, you know, if I just changed a few things here and there, that could be a really good start of a story, you know, dropping in right into the action sequence kind of thing. And from there, I started writing basically the main crew of the ship because sci-fi. So, and I wrote like the first 20, 24 chapters of the book. And it was all the getting to know the characters and them going on little white side things, side mission kind of things. But there was no through plot. And it's like, I have all of this it'd be a real shame to set it aside because I didn't have any idea of where to take it. So I was sharing it with Heather and Z and we were talking about it. And our dad was the one that pointed out that Heather's old story would fit into that universe really well. And then Z had some stuff to add to it. So. Yeah, I was working on a completely kind of separate idea for a story at the time that actually had to do with alternative version of planet earth where humans were experimenting on other humans and crossing kind of their dna with like animal species kind of kind of creating hybrids and that there was a plot where some of those that were experimented on kind of took out their revenge on or you know took vengeance on the humans and did something you know pretty catastrophic to the to the earth and kind of created this whole dystopian or post-apocalyptic kind of setting. So anyway, some of those themes kind of tied back to somewhat, or, you know, some of the things Heather was writing with some of her characters, but also created this starting point for our Chronicle series that that we've been working on, where Earth or Terra Prime, as we call it in our story, something has happened there, and nobody quite knows what happened. It's just this big kind of mystery, but nobody can kind of, like, go back to Terra Prime or at this point, because uh, something really awful happened. So our characters hopefully will discover why. I like how you all went towards sci-fi. It doesn't sound like one of you was writing romance, or one of you was writing horror, and then one of you was... It's like you all seem to... I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, because I did hear, obviously, the Star Trek and the Star Wars. And as a Trekkie, I always, it's always nice to hear that other people like Star Trek. So I'm not surprised that you, you kind of did that, but I think that's quite good that you all came to, to write in sci-fi what it sounds like separately and then came together as a group it probably would have been harder if you'd all been writing something different (laughs) we actually where we grew up is right outside of Mojave California and when SpaceX was doing the original prize for going to the first company to get space it was actually a company right there in Mojave that won so you know and and now Mojave actually it has a big sign. It says Mojave Air and Spaceport. So it's in, it's in our genetics, apparently. We had to write sci-fi. And, and it helps that, you know, we're, we're not that far away from Hollywood. So as you're driving by, you're like, oh, that's where they filmed that episode of Star Trek. And oh, over there is where they filmed part of firefly and you know all the cowboy movies were filmed up the road in lone pine and you know so we kind of have the desert scape that most of those things are filmed in anyways so it helped build the imagination that way it's kind of easy to write about sci-fi when you feel like you're actually living on an alien planet 
gonna grow up in that environment. This looks like Mars. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just the environment around you. I mean, how could you not do anything with that and then convey it on paper? But that that's really cool how you guys all came together and decided to work on the one series, uh, the one story together, the one series together. So with that said, like, how do you guys split up the responsibilities when you guys write a book? Well, with the first book, since we were all coming from with our preconceived ideas, <laughs> we, we kind of all stuck to the characters we had created at first. For the second book, it's gotten where we'll write each other's characters now, but we we each have found that we have uh, stronger points. I tend to lean toward doing a lot of dialogue, but then I have white room syndrome. <laughs> so, you know, that's where the other two jump in and help. And I know I'm a very linear writer. I have to go to the beginning and make sure it all makes sense all the way through so so i fill in a lot of the blank spaces like heather said she'll leave blank spots like you know insert name here and i'm like oh we said in the first book that his mom's name was this and if i don't remember what it was exactly i usually know exactly which chapter to go look at so i'm pretty quick at filling in the blanks there for it and the thing i'm controlling about is that doesn't quite sound, that doesn't sound like something they would say because, because they're all from different planets. They all have different dialogues, different education. So one person who's a doctor isn't going to use a whole lot of contractions and not much slang. Whereas somebody that grew up like our um, steampunk character, she grew up in a world that we call cogs, cogs work. And that one, you know, she uses all sorts of slang and some things that you have to take take a second and go what what does she mean by that <laughs> you know so keeping the voices straight and sounding like themselves is kind of my area where Zach's is different <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm um definitely drawn towards the world building aspect you know what's going on with the the different like factions behind the scenes or the kind of the politics of the story but also the historical aspect one thing that we've done that's been a lot, a lot of fun but also tedious at times is most of our chapters start with a year day uh, followed by uh, ytd and so ytd represents or stands for the year that terragene was discovered and so the first year terragene was discovered uh, started a new a sequence of numbers basically for tracking the date and so now we're at that's that's always part of it but i think what we've done particularly uh, in the second book is we've jumped around even kind of by using that sequence of uh, starting each chapter with the date we've been able to actually go back in time at times in chapters as well and it's all tracked so kind of and another thing we've looked at as well is how long does it take for our the crew to use their star drive to get from one system to the next and we've kind of really thought about that a lot in terms of how many days it would take and use dates accordingly so just lots of little things we try to add and um, I, I try to uh, keep track of how the characters actually would how the world affects them and how the world behaves around them and those kinds of things so it sounds like you guys just kind of settled into your own role 
because I tried to write a book with my sister like a few years ago, just just for fun and for practice, nothing to publish or anything like that. I don't even remember anything about it other than that there were pirates and a talking dog, I think. But what we had just decided was to play off of each other. So she wrote the first chapter and then I wrote the second chapter and we alternated that way. And we had a lot of fun with it. But for you guys, it seems like you had your specific strengths and likes on how you write a book and you just kind of mushed them all together and was like, okay, I'll take care of this and you guys can help. But, you know, you you guys just kind of conformed, which is uh, kind of cool. We use, we joke quite a bit. It takes three of us to make one full author. Hey, writing's tough, especially when you're not, when you don't have any like writing buddies, like doing it by yourself is tough. So, and even like, if you have more than one person working on the same book, I'm sure that that brings a whole other set of issues on the table, but I mean, it makes some things easier. I have to say, I love the, the fact that you all kind of like the idea of writing each other's characters now that you've obviously worked them in the first book and then you've obviously got used to them and learn more about them so you feel comfortable writing each other's characters and kind of catching things but I mean honestly I I would love someone else to be partly writing my book and able to go that's the wrong name or this extra world build needs to be stronger here because obviously you don't realize it when you when you write on a, a book on your own. That's like, yeah, you're having to remember all this stuff, but having other people with you, sort of catching those things and bringing those strengths. But I am too much of a control freak to write with anyone. I don't think I'd manage it, but I really wish I was because it'd be lovely if somebody else could help and kind of catch all those things or kind of give your story more of a flavor by having so many thoughts and so much input. I think that'd be really good. I think that's one reason why the characters actually all sound like different people (laughs) you know it was easy to give them all their own distinct personality and voice because we were all adding to it and it's almost like you know they say let your first draft be bad (laughs) it's rough for a reason Um, it's almost like we can self-edit in in that one person writes it and then the other two immediately see it and can go through it. And like I had just sent something that had popped into my head. And so I wrote it down. And so I sent it to him. And they're like, didn't you just write something like this? Sounds really familiar. <laughs> Basically ended up being <laughs> a different version of a scene I had already written, you know. But at least that way, I don't have it and go through and edit. And then realize I have the exact same thing, maybe said better right below. So it definitely helps in that regard, too. Yeah, as you said, it's like it's like having as well as having three writers, you have three editors, three proofreaders. It's like that brings a lot to the table. It really does. So obviously, you guys have been writing together. You've got all your strengths. But let's be honest, everybody falls out. Everybody has differences. So how do you settle creative differences? Well, fortunately, there's three of us, so there's a clear majority. (laughs) And I think um, it just came with after writing the first book. um, We actually, the three of us were asked not too long ago, what was your biggest challenge in writing together? And I just raised my hand and said, look, it was me. I was the biggest problem (laughs) because um, my past 
more recent experience before writing with my sisters was, as I mentioned before, kind of uh, in a management role. And so I did a lot of writing, but it was the kind of writing that was more like instruction where you're very detailed and you don't leave stuff out. So as you can imagine, that can get pretty boring pretty fast. And um, I think we had to, If you, I'm sure you've both seen Peter Jackson's trilogy, The Lord of the Rings. So the, in the first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, there's the prologue. So imagine if that prologue was like, I don't know, eight or 16 hours long. That's basically how long our prologue was <laughs> felt like for our first book. We had to totally rewrite it because, uh, because of me. Um, and then I was also, I think you mentioned the point about the control freak aspect. I, I wanted the, our first time out of the gate to be absolutely perfect. So I coincidentally, I, I wrote the, the villains of the, uh, the main villain of the story. But I was also actually, I guess, method um, writing because I was acting like a villain to my sisters. So I think after that experience of the first book, it's, it's really, at least for me, it's like really helped me rely more on, on them and be way more kind of easygoing. Uh, now I'm to the point I'm like, hey, you guys want to just finish the first book and put it out there? Go for it. I'm all good, you know. <laughs> so like, but you know, we've we've gotten to this point where Heather mentioned we are comfortable writing each other's characters and, and whatever the majority decides best. And um, I think something else that helps is we are very spread out in our births order. <laughs> And so it, it helps that we, we've been able to work a lot of our issues out before we try to start working together. We had a pretty good relationship where we could tell each other, hey, knock it off. That's don't be a brat. Don't, you know, it's <laughs> without hurting the person's feelings. And because of that, because we had that open communication beforehand, none of us really got our feelings hurt during the process of making changes. Yeah. You know how they always say, don't go into business with friends or family. I think in some cases it's totally okay to do that because you may surprise yourself about how well you actually work together uh, because you're siblings, you are going to squabble with each other and things like that. But then five minutes later, you're going to be like, hey, you want to go get some food? And, yeah, sure. Okay. And I mean, everything's settled and all good. And But I want to say something about what Z just mentioned a minute ago about the whole control freak thing. I think when it comes to publishing your first book, I think everybody is like that. You want it to be perfect. And there are some type A people, myself included, but I think when it's your first one, you want it to be perfect just for the sake of doing a good job because you've never done it before. So I totally get that feeling. And then the more books you write, the more books you publish, it gets easier and easier. And then it gets to a point where it's like, yep, okay, I know what I'm doing. Publish, done. I have to say, I also think it's the world builder, isn't it? Because like I found authors who are really heavy world builders like I write fantasy so I am big into the world building and other fantasy or sci-fi writers who do the the chunky world builders we do seem to be a little controlly I don't know if it's that kind of god complex of I am making the mountains and the rivers you know and the meteorites it's definitely some sort of thing that sort of creeps in where you start kind of laying down the law but it's good to see that you didn't you know, you didn't all go, right, that's it, we're not falling, you know, we're falling out, we're not speaking again. You all just kind of 
came together and obviously the whole majority rules I assume that means that there's never a time when all three of you have a different idea and then you get stuck you just kind of there's always two against one so that's quite good I think something we talked about early on was if we did have a three-way tie or whatever whatever characters it's about the person that created the character wins so I don't think we've ever actually had to use that where all three of us disagreed fully, but we did have something set up. So if it was an issue, it was taken care of. See, I I like that. You guys thought ahead and you were like, just in case we do get into a big fight over this, we already know the solution. (laughs) So that's that's good thinking ahead. I like that. I'm going to go ahead and ask my next question, though. Uh, when you guys are working on books together, do you guys set deadlines for each other or for like the books in certain stages of the books at all? Uh, we've tried. We, we keep saying, oh, we can have it done by. <laughs> but we all are fairly laid back in, in that regard because we've all been caregivers. We all have individuals in our lives that are special needs. So family and and that sort of stuff has to come first so we we do try and and say it would be really nice if (laughs) but we we don't set any hard and fast deadlines that's good i i like that because you're right family does come first there are certainly other priorities and uh you just you want to be able to take your time with it too and have fun with it enjoy the process so I, I like that you guys don't set hard deadlines for yourself and you just you just go with the flow. That's nice. I think I think deadlines, especially with three authors, could end up being stressful because obviously if everyone's meeting the deadline and then one person falls behind, I can imagine you kind of start feeling guilty and this and the sort of putting more pressure on yourself. And let's be honest, we have enough pressure randomly around that we put on ourselves as writers and then just in general. So no, definitely not. But with that said, what tips or advice do you have for writers collaborating with friends or family? I mean, I know obviously you guys are family, but it's the fact there's three of you is quite unusual. A lot of people who do collabs is two. So you've got to have some good advice for sharing with other people. Well, definitely not being precious about your ideas. You have to be willing to to expect there to be sharp left turns and... (laughs) And a lot of times it makes it better where it's an idea that you never would have thought of. And at first it's like, what? No, but you have to be open to that. And also um, something we did right away was we wrote out a contract. So we all knew what we were expecting to begin with. It wasn't like, oh, this will be fine. You know, it's something that, that we've been taught our whole lives was if you're going to do something especially with friends or family you always make a contract so there's no gray areas there's no misunderstandings or hurt feelings because you have that out in the open to begin with I love the idea of a contract that's one of those things that everybody knows they should do but most people don't do it it's like we all like oh yeah yeah that's a good idea but especially, uh, you know, you guys have family, so it's, it's usually family that are the ones that don't. But it's so important to just sort of like lay that foundation down so that there isn't going to be falling outs, hard feelings or miscommunications. So, yeah, that's such a good a good piece of advice to give to think like that, because I think some people go, oh, contract, it's very, you know, official and like it's taking the joy out of it. But it's like, no, it isn't. It lets people 
I don't know, I think it almost gives a bit more freedom because then you know where the boundaries are, you know where everyone's on the same page. Because I assume you all talk and, and fix the contract together, like this is what you want, this is what you want, you sort of cover everything and do that. So we were able to have fun with it too. It, it wasn't like, okay, we have to sit down and we have to have lawyers and be serious. But we sit down and we pulled up like a blank author contract off of the internet. And it's like, okay, when will the the relationship dissolve and we're like death and you know so it's like you know whether we're writing or not our relationship is going to continue you know so we put in funny things in it but because it was a three-way split I think and at first I I came with this huge chunk and so we were like okay we're gonna do 33 33 34 um just because it had to be equal <laughs> you know and so, you know, and because we had that set out to begin with, it's nothing, it's nothing has come up with that since we haven't had any issues with, I mean, it helps that we all kind of view this as an outlet and a hobby more than we don't think we're going to get rich off this. We don't think something major would have to happen for us to be able to quit our full-time jobs and do this as our main in- source of income. So we're able to just kind of have fun with it and enjoy the process instead of stress over it and worry about, you know, I I need, we need to get this done because I need to get paid. You know, that's not an issue with it. It's good to know that no one's had to pull out the contract and wave it around at anybody else. Like, I remember when on, you know, this page you said uh, that, but uh, I have to say that part where you said like you know don't be too precious with your ideas that that stung because I am so bad with that because that's that's why I probably could never collab because I am unbelievably precious to the point where I am worried about dealing with editors and the you know red pen and I'm like no what are you doing you're ruining a masterpiece even though I know it's not so I think that's a really good point but yeah it's uh, I felt a little called out about that. <laughs> just a little Honestly, I agree with everything that Ari has said. I like the idea of the contract and how you just lay everything out. And yeah, don't be too precious with your ideas. Uh, that That's easier said than done. I agree with Ari on that one. But I will admit after talking to you guys, I kind of want to go tell my sister, hey, remember we tried writing a book together? We should try doing that again and see how far we get. I think the one thing I would suggest is... If it's just the two of you, pick a mediator <laughs> beforehand. It's like, okay, mom gets to decide or dad gets to decide which works better in the story, you know? We've done that before, not necessarily with writing, but if we couldn't decide on something, we've gone downstairs and been like, hey, mom, this or this? And she'd be like, why? And we're like, just just pick one. And she'd be like, okay, this one. And we'd be like, okay, thanks. <laughs> then it's settled, end of story. <laughs> Typical sibling stuff. <laughs> It's the fact that you guys all seem to be okay with with right with each other. It's like me and my siblings. It's just just being in a room together usually causes some sort of conflict. The idea of like let's sit down and do something creative. It's like no. But then again, we're all control freak hotheads in different ways. So I don't think it would work. But maybe collabing with a different person like outside of the family because I don't know I think I would bring a lot of family stuff in it's like, I remember when you're not getting your way because you you know you got that sandcastle made for you that one time 20 years ago but uh, no that's that was really good it's like we've not known many authors who collab I think I've only known one other author who has collabed with someone and we've never really talked about 
the collaboration part. So it was interesting to hear from three different people how you would bring one novel together with individual characters that you've created and everything. So that was really interesting. Okay, RHZ, it has been great having you on the show. Would you like to share a little bit about yourself with our listeners and obviously mention your book and everything? The series that we're doing, it's the Terra Jean Chronicles. Think of Terra as in terraforming and Jean as in genetics. And so book one is Alpha Dawn. Book two is Alpha Convergence. And we are working on book three. <laughs> but if you want to a taste of the the universe um if you sign up for our newsletter on our website morganrhays.com you can actually get free um short stories about the different characters and and their background and all the different um social medias are linked through the website also it has been absolutely brilliant to have you all on i know it's been a bit unusual we don't usually have three guests but i think it worked very well and as always, all the links to the social media, the website, the books will all be in the description below. So please do check them out. Thank you again, guys, for being on the podcast. It has been very entertaining and also quite insightful because, again, we don't know anything about collaboration. Well, I suppose Rachel does a little bit, but I have no idea about it. But yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing your information, your insights. Okay, let's turn it over to you guys. Have you ever collabed with someone or are you considering collabing with another author? We'd love to chat about it. So do tell us your answers in the comments below. If you want more from the Mary Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast for bonus content. It helps to keep the show going, so we really do appreciate the support. In the meantime, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Sticky Notes. Our walls are covered. The music title Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.